BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Just to wrap up, uh, Nate Rourke. So, yeah, Nate Rourke, BC Lion quarterback of the CFL, played for the Ohio Bobcats. He was in the CFL for two years. So, last year was his second year. He didn't really play in his first year very much. Uh, he played a little bit. You know what I mean? He practiced. They liked them. People thought that the BC Lions were insane for making him the starting quarterback uh, this year. There's, you know, Canadians never start at uh, starting quarterback. They bring in some hotshot dude, right, to be the quarterback. And uh, Nate Rourke was just better than everybody else all the time. They kept bringing guys in, and Nate Rourke would just be better. So they were like, well, this guy's better. Whether we're who he's from, where he's from, we don't care. Like, he's better than everyone else. So he's our quarterback. And he really, really lit it up. He had, like, 12 teams interested. The Denver Broncos, Seattle, Jacksonville, Tampa. Like, they're basically on, like, a lot of teams. Like, a third of the league, essentially. They like him. You, you guys see, man, there's a dirt. There's, there's no good quarterbacks, right? Like, the teams need backup quarterbacks. Like, you know, pretty much everybody ends up playing, man. Everyone gets hurt. And if you're a good quarterback, like, people are like, oh, he'll never play in Jacksonville. Why is he going to go? Where would he play? You know what I mean? He's not walking in off the street from the CFL and becoming a starting quarterback in the NFL. No. See, now he's in the club. He's in the room. You know what I mean? Now he's got to show up. He's got to play well in training camp. He's got to play well in practice. He's got to play well in the preseason. And uh, if he does that, he can stay in the National Football League. And we see. Look at a guy like Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel's made like 90, you know, $110 million or something. He never even plays. He's played a couple of games, make $100 million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of money. Or it doesn't work out for him, and he ends up back in the CFL, and he makes a million dollars a year, which isn't bad. All right, so it's 2-1 two, uh, two for Nadal right now in the third set. We're 40-40. Yeah, breaking news with Kyrgios. Kyrgios withdraws. From what I understand, it's a knee injury. Uh, a lot of stuff uh, going on here. Remy is asking me, do I think that Lamar Jackson could be in play for Seattle? No, I don't. I think they're going to keep Geno Smith. I'm, you know what I mean? I think maybe they draft a quarterback, but probably no. I don't think they're going to use that pick on a quarterback. Geno Smith was good. And, you know, these quarterbacks, it'll all depend on what if somebody else offers Geno Smith money, though. It's a business. Geno Smith wants to be back. You know, like, is there is, is, is Geno Smith, you want to give this big signing bonus to this quarterback and all that, right? A lot will go in it. But I'll tell you what, as far as Lamar Jackson is concerned, Lamar Jackson's done in Baltimore. This is This is, like, not repairable now. I want to get into this uh, on the AM side of things with the affiliates, but 
the fact that Lamar Jackson didn't travel with the team is all you need to know. That come on, like where was he? Like I get it, he's hurt. He he, he could walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he could totally have stood on the sidelines and supported the team. Level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the Muslim, and everybody else in between. It was a wild weekend of football, but we're not done. We're breaking it down. We're talking football, and we're not done pulling the trigger. We've got overnight tennis action. That's right. The Australian Open has begun. Rafael Nadal is doing his thing. And God bless Rafael Nadal. Number one, he's a class act. He's a great tennis player. But he's so predictable as well. Like, basically, he, you know, you'll notice with Nadal, if he's going to lose the set, he totally taps out. He totally taps out on the set. So he won the first set 7-5. He was down after, and he's like, yeah, I'm done. And he conserves his energy. He's a master of doing it. It seems to me to be it's kind of dangerous to turn it on and off like that. But this is what he does, and he's always been doing it. So he won the first set 7-5. He lost. He tapped out in the second set. He lost 6-2. Now he's up 3-1. Now he's up 3-1. I've got a parlay with Nadal and Sipidus uh, and uh, Kyrgios, all these names now. Oh, boy. Kyrgios is withdrawn from the Australian Open. Of course, since his home tournament. Because he's got a knee, a knee issue. We'll get to that. That broke, like, literally just as we came on the air. I didn't know about it. I don't think anyone else did. I'm not even, I'm pretty sure it just broke, like, I was watching the broadcast and it popped up. All right, so Ian Cameron will join us in level three. Um, we'll kick it uh, over the next couple of segments. A lot of stuff to unpack, including the Baltimore Raven and the Cincinnati Bengal football game. So the Bengals won the football game, yet they nearly did it. Let's just be real here, man. You know, I was thinking to myself, and I said it out loud, actually, with Scotty Farrell today, that if the Buffalo Bills played the way that they did today, they're going to get drilled by the Cincinnati Bengals. But then the Cincinnati Bengals step onto the field and nearly lose to Tyler Huntley and the Baltimore Ravens it was 17-17. The Ravens were going in. It's amazing, too, because they gave the ball. They ran the ball, what was it, with Gus Edwards on the play before? And he got stopped, like, on the half-yard line, goal line. And then Tyler Huntley tries to go over the top. But if you're going to go over the top, you got to make sure you go over the top, like, at the goal line, not at the one-yard line, bro. He jumped too early. And I don't know why he jumped, because they had a bunch of dudes to try to push him over the, uh, you know, that new rugby thing that they allow, which they shouldn't allow that, by the way. Are we playing rugby or football? Where was Lamar? This is Portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moransky. All right, so there seems to be a lot of drama in Baltimore, and we all know about the scenario here. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens were negotiating a, a long-term contract before the year started. They couldn't come to terms. They said they would do it after the year. Uh, they would speak again, yet you knew that it upset Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was going out there. He was killing it. He was like playing great football before he got hurt. And a lot of people, of course, in the media are going to speculate, and not just in the media, players have speculated that, you know what, maybe he could have come back from his injury quicker than he has. And now the season's over. Now, Sean Payton, former head coach Sean Payton, of course, who's soon to be a new head coach probably somewhere. The question is where. Sean Payton's on Fox, and uh, Sean Payton said that uh, he has heard rumblings. In other words, you know, he has heard people, uh, he said, quote, I've heard rumblings from people in Baltimore that the re, you know, the rehab process hasn't gone as quick as it could. Michael Vick on the same set at the same time basically said he should suck it up, put a knee brace, and get out there and play. Now, Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins, of course, said, and, you know, if you read between the lines last week, said, well, Lamar really has a chance to, you know, to be a legend and to help us win this football game, but I'm not sure he sees it that way. Sammy Watkins basically implied that Lamar Jackson could play, but he's not. Which, and as I stated, it's very rare for players to speak like this. So Sammy Watkins says this. Michael Vick says this. Sean Payton says this. So if all these people are saying this, clearly there are people in the Baltimore room that are saying this. Doesn't mean everybody is saying that. There could be, and I guarantee you, any time that there is a feud, any time that there, you know something like this happens, and this is why it's dangerous, it's not just dealing with one guy. Divisions begin in the locker room because you know it's talked about, right? There's going to be some guy that's going to say to someone, you know, you know, in, in the cafeteria, in in the room, in the, in the film room, he's going to look over and go, man, you know Lamar can play. And you know someone else is going to say, why would he? Like, you know what I mean? Some guy's going to think of it as a business. Some guy's going to be upset that he's not there. Some guys are going to be his friend and going to tell Lamar, oh, yeah, these guys are talking smack about you every day now. And I said this when Walken said that. Remember, we had Steve Del Vecchio from Larry Brown on the other night, and I said, you know, he's just going to say, screw you all, right? You didn't pay me. Now you're bad-mouthing me. And now, now he didn't go tonight, which really lets you know where this is at. Come on, man. The guy's not in a wheelchair. Like, I mean, DeMar Hamlin nearly went to the freaking game today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Lamar, you know, why, you know, why would Lamar not be there? Like, Lamar should be there with the headset on. Lamar should be there on the sideline. Lamar should be talking to Huntley after every play. Yo, bro, this is what you do. No, 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 just do this. And, you know, the little tips. Just, you know, say, listen, when I run, they always fall for this. And these, this team always falls for it. Like, think about it. Just those little things like that, man, that Lamar could have told them. They, he plays against his team all the time. He'll tell them, this guy always falls for whenever I turn left, he always does this. Do that. Right? Lamar could tell them point blank what to do. Just little things now and then. Calm them down, whatever. Just, you know what I mean? That's, you know, if you're the star quarterback, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, that's, you know, it's basically like Kawhi Leonard when Kawhi Leonard used to sit in the press box and just eat popcorn. It's like, yeah, whatever. I'm getting paid. Yeah, I'm, it's a pain. I'm even here, right? Say, you know, I guess I'll come, right? I guess. Lamar's like, no, nah, I'm not going. So what does that mean? Lamar is clearly upset. He's clearly upset that people aren't defending him. He's clearly, you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't he be there? It's a freaking playoff game. Like, if you love your team and all that, you're going to be there, right? You're going to be like rah-rah on the sidelines type thing. Very, very, very strange that he wasn't there. But is it? Clearly, the relationship is is done. It's done. I don't see how you go back now. There was, and I guarantee you, there's a lot of animosity behind the scenes that we don't know about. That I guarantee you, things have been said on both sides. Harbaugh is like, it's not Harbaugh's fault. 
You know, every time, oh, I love Lamar. Harbaugh's, Harbaugh doesn't control this. Harbaugh, Harbaugh's not the one that signs the contracts there. But, you know, like I said, the fact that the fact that Lamar Jackson chose not to be with his team at this football game, then that, then that is going to, <laughs> that is going to upset other players in the room. Right, like think about Florida. They're gonna be like, "Where's Lamar? Oh, Lamar, what? Like, you know, when they get on the, the 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 you know when they're traveling, they get on the plane and team bus. Where's Lamar? Oh, Lamar decided not to come. So then they're all gonna be sitting there talking about him. I think he's done. I think he's done in Baltimore. The only way he's not done is if they franchise tag him. And are they gonna franchise tag him? You want to franchise tag a guy that doesn't really want to be there, that you didn't really want to pay in the first place fully, and, you know, this relationship, like, where is it going? And another thing, I don't think Harbaugh's a bad coach, but he's been there a long time, and you have to wonder if the message is just sort of like, you know, they seem to be spinning their wheels, this team, and it's getting worse. Harbaugh's decision-making is kind of crazy, and and we'll get to this because now, you know, speaking of... Um, Speaking of, of the play calling, J.K. Dobbins went off after the game tonight. So we were live. The game ends. We're coming on here. Now, you know, all the, the, the post-game uh, remarks and comments are coming in. J.K. Dobbins said he's tired of not getting the football. He's tired of the play calling, holding him back. Says Tyler Huntley, Huntley never should have been put in that position on the QB sneak. Said he should have gotten the football. Doesn't understand why he didn't get the football more. When he had for 100 yards in the game, but they split the carries 50-50 with Gus Edwards. And then he adds, if we would have had Lamar, we would have won too. So there's the division right there, right? So boom, J.K. Dobbins, clearly team Lamar. Now Dobbins is saying, you guys all suck. Your play calling sucks, and you should be paying Lamar. You want to read between the lines? <laughs> there it is. There ain't, no read, there ain't no between the lines on this. Like, seriously, J.K. Dobbins is like, you know, that's going off. I'm tired of this team holding me back. Like, you know what I mean? I'm tired of the play calling holding me back. Like, wow. And then he throws, if we had Lamar, we would have won too. That's basically saying, you know what? You should have paid him. (laughs) He should have paid him, and maybe he would have been here. I'd like to see what else. I'd like to get the word for word here. I'm reading the quotes and the reports from the tweets. J.K. Dobbins did go off. He finished with a game-high 105 yards from scrimmage. 13 runs, 62 yards, four catches for 43 yards and a touchdown. Despite Dobbins' success, it was a 50-50 split. Gus Edwards ran for 39 yards on 12 carries. And then on second and goal, Tyler Huntley snuck the ball. You know what I understand, too, is they clearly had a play in mind where they were going to do the rugby thing. And they used to not do that. They used to call the play dead. Now they just let it go. So you saw all the Raven players, there was literally, they were like a pyramid. There was like four of them. And so that's like, that's why when, when I saw Huntley after you saw Huntley say like it was a touchdown, it, it wasn't even close to a touchdown, but you saw like Harbaugh, like, basically drop an F-bomb and, like, oh, man, like, I, I don't think Huntley was supposed to jump. Dude, they set it up. They had all those guys behind them to push him. And then he jumps. They can't push him if he's in the air. And he jumped too early. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
there's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Really? But it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Not at your management class. This is Sportridge. There are a lot of fascinating stuff with these quarterbacks, and I think we're going to add a new one into the mix. Because, listen, there's all this talk about Tom Brady and the Raiders. Whatever. All right. Josh McDaniels just wants that as a crutch. Fine. You know, he'll get lit up and murdered there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was getting lit up and murdered in a bad division. Now you're going to send him to a good division? Good luck. Have fun uh, with that. But Lamar Jackson is intriguing. The problem with, you know, listen, he wants $250 million and he wants it to be guaranteed. This is the problem why everyone was so mad at the Cleveland Browns and the Arizona Cardinals. But Kyler Murray, whatever, was a little different. Kyler didn't get it guaranteed, but he got like a, you know, what was Kyler Murray, what was his original signing bonus? Like $168 million or something stupid? So these teams suddenly started giving quarterbacks all this money up front. Deshaun is guaranteed two hundred and fifty. million. Lamar Jackson's been the MVP of the league and doesn't have, like, the cloud of being sued 22 times over him. There, there will be teams. I don't but listen, they can franchise tag him. But we all know about that. Players hate that. And it gets ugly quickly when you do this most of the time. And at this point, after you badmouth them and stuff, with everything that's happened, he's not going to want to play for you. <laughs> like... And, you know, you might be better off moving on anyways. Like, seriously, you can't pay the guy to it. Like, if you franchise tag him, he's just going to do the same thing. I tell you right now. I guarantee you. You you franchise tag him, fine. He might do He could go two ways. He could say, you know what? I just won't show up. And I'll do the Le'Veon Bell thing, and I'll be a free agent after. I won't play for a year. I don't care. Right? I, You know what I mean? Call my bluff. Like, you know what I mean? He might pull that route. He's his own agent, too. That's another thing. He does, he's not rep by anybody. It's just him. So, clearly, he's been pissed off. And this is what they were worried about. And this is one thing when you negotiate for yourself. Emotion comes into it. There's a reason why you shouldn't be in the room for this stuff. Right? You're like, Lamar shouldn't be doing this. Because this is what happens. It gets personal. And clearly, he doesn't like things that have been said to him. And he's negotiating himself. There's no one else. It's him and like his cousin. <laughs> like, so he's he's hearing everything. Well, you know, and this and that. So he's just thinking, you know what? F you in his head. He's probably like, I don't, I'm so done with you guys, right? I'm just gonna let this finish out and I'm so done. So you franchise tag me, fine. I'll show up, I'll play, and oh, I'm hurt again. I mean, hey, I'm hurt. You can you know, whatever. I can't play. I'm hurt. Where's my fifty million for my franchise tag? You gotta pay me. I'm hurt. Yeah, I mean, Marshall Falk, who was a Hall of Famer, told me that once. He goes, if I was this guy, he goes, what they do? And he, I said, really? And I was surprised because Marshall's so hardcore, and all, you know what I mean, and all this. He said, damn right, it's a business. He said, F them. He goes, yeah, it happens all the time. If you screw around in the NFL with contracts, guys will just say, I'm hurt. Right? Point blank. And Lamar's a free agent. So you want him to get murdered and pop his knee up for life? And now what? The Ravens are going to say, well, now you're hurt? I don't feel for the Ravens in this. I'm on Lamar's side. He's an elite quarterback. You don't want to pay him. Now you pay the price, right? Now you pay the price. And now you got guys in your room calling out your play call, and you got guys in the room saying Lamar should have been here, right? Like, come on. So now the question is, all right, now what? You think they're just going to kiss and make up? No, because Lamar still needs to get paid. He wants a contract, and the little franchise tag doesn't solve the issue. No, it doesn't solve the issue, right? Like I said, yeah, you give him money once, fine. 
And like I said, he could just come show up and then say, oh, you know what, I pulled my groin, I can't play. Yeah, obviously there's an extent to it, but you know what I mean? It gets ugly quick. And everyone else is going to know this, so now everyone's going to see, all right, this is an unhealthy situation that you guys got going on here. Now you're going to move in on it. And you're going to say to the Ravens, all right, listen, you're screwed. You know he doesn't want to play for you. We know he doesn't want to play for you. What are you going to do and what do you want? You know, we'll give you an out on this. We'll sign him. What do you want? And they can't, like, say, oh, we want four first-rounders and stuff. Whatever, dude. You franchise and tag one year, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, so this is going to come to, like, this is going to, you know, something's going to happen here. I told you guys this before. I thought this. I could sort of see Lamar with the Jets, but the Ravens aren't going to do this. The Ravens have his right still for a year here. Like, they can, you know what I mean? They do and they don't. They have to tag him or whatever, but... They, you know, he can't just, he's not a free agent. Like, he can't just walk out of the building. But he can basically sit down with them now and say, listen, for the best of all of us and everything that's happened, I think it's best that we both move on. Like, you don't go in telling them to go after themselves, right? You sit down and go, listen, we tried. It was a nice run, coach. I love you. It's not personal, but I'm going to tell the owner I want out and that this is it. Like, trade me, right? So, where does he end up? Carolina Panthers make a lot of sense, don't they? A team that needs to make a splash. If you're Baltimore, it's like, yeah, whatever, dude. Go to Carolina. Go to Carolina and get your $275 million. You're not getting it from us. And another thing is, too, now Baltimore won't want to pay him. Because it goes both ways. Now, the owner of Baltimore is going to think, ah, he's selfish and whatever. Once I, You know, if you're Baltimore, think about it. And that Piscotty guy's already kind of whatever. Like, he's hit or miss, that guy. So, you know, I guarantee you, he's thinking, if he didn't want to pay him before, you think he wants to pay him now? He's going to say, well, what, no, we're going to give this guy all this money, and it's going to be guaranteed, and he's just going to whatever. We're going to be at his mercy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We're going to be at his mercy. And he's going to get hurt, and he's a running quarterback. He's not getting any younger. I don't even think it's crazy for Baltimore not to re-sign him. You didn't win with them. It's been a nice run. You're not winning with Harbaugh and Jackson. You've been together. It's not working. It didn't work. You're spinning your wheels. Your defense has gotten worse. Harbaugh's play decisions, like, every, like he's like, I'm not saying Harbaugh needs to be fired or anything like that, but it seems to me that, like, even Harbaugh would be better off with another team. Like, it's just, I don't know. They're spinning their wheels, this team, and the organization. So what, you're going to give Lamar all this money? You're not going to sign any wide receivers? It's going to be the same crap all the time. And he's just getting, he's not getting any younger, Lamar. For me, like I said, like Carolina sort of makes sense. They need a quarterback. They have draft picks. They, you know, they're not giving up. They wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, we'll give you the seven pick in the draft or whatever the hell they have. You know what I mean? That's like, but they could do second and third round type thing. They could say, listen, you're screwed. We'll give you Sam Darnold, second round, third round, and a fifth round next year or whatever. Like, you know, they could come up with something, right? Um, the Atlanta Falcons are another team. What do you think, Matthias? I know you got Desmond Ritter, but if you can get Lamar Jackson, you take that. The Atlanta Falcons, think about it. Lamar in Atlanta would be a nice fit. Tampa Bay's from Florida. What if Brady leaves? Tampa Bay Buccaneers could bring him in, even though they're kind of cheap. Um, but, yeah, what do you think? But you know what I mean? Atlanta, Carolina, I can see him in the south. You know what I'm saying? And Baltimore, they're not going to want to deal him to the, to the Jets. Why? So, like, suddenly the Jets get all good and they look worse and their fans get pissed off? You got to trade them to, like, somewhere where people don't see him. Carolina or Atlanta. <laughs> I, Gabe, I like both of those options, and you know what? If he goes to Carolina, I'm already I'm already a little scared. I'm already I'm already shaky. I'm thinking, oh my god! Exactly. That's why if I'm Atlanta and Carolina, I'm thinking I got to get in on this before they do. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know what? How about I think of, why not Seattle? No, Gino's Seattle. Like Gino, but at the no, same time, Gino's like, fine. If I'm Pete Carroll, you think no, so? Gino, you don't think yes. they over Gino? No, no, no. Gino, he's not an upgrade, really. He is and he isn't. Physically, you know what I mean? He is, but how much better are you with Lamar Jackson, really? They were good. They could take all the draft picks that they have in Seattle and just stockpile the defense, bro. Stockpile the defense. They could use another wide receiver. Kenneth Walker's a stud back. Uh, they got young, good offensive linemen if you're Seattle. They, you know what I mean? Like, you got Metcalf and Lockett. Yeah, you know, Lockett, you know, he's getting a little, they're beat up a little bit. I would get a stud wide receiver. 
If I'm Seattle with that, uh, what do they got? They got the fifth pick, right? So Seattle with the fifth pick, I'm taking one of the defensive linemen. Right? If Will Anderson is there, boom. Jalen Carter is there, boom. Right? Um, they, they're the kid from Texas Tech, maybe. Like one of the, you know, one of the linemen attacking. Seattle need to improve their defense. Their offense is fine, but they could use a wide receiver. They, and Geno Smith, bro, doesn't. You, you, Matisse, you don't need to give Geno Smith two hundred eighty million dollars guaranteed. Right, you're gonna give Geno Smith like a two-year, three-year deal here, and you know a 25 mil or whatever. You know, Geno's gonna be happy. It's been a nice run for him. Here's 75 million bucks, Geno, for three years or whatever. It's third-year team option, right? Like, you know, like they can come to a deal. Geno wants to stay there, but if you're Atlanta, it makes a lot of sense. If you're Carolina, you could do it. You got money, Carolina. You've the Tepper wants to make a splash. Um, that would make sense. Why like I said, sense? I don't. I, the Saints like to make these types of moves too, and you know he would look good in the gold and the white. And I hate to say, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think they, they the Saints don't have money, and they don't like spending money. And I don't think they think you got to understand. I don't think like every coach loves Lamar Jackson, guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean, like a lot of teams are gonna think he's he's a running quarterback who's coming off of major surgery, who just didn't play for his team, and he wants two hundred and seventy million dollars. I'm not doing it. Hell, I wouldn't do it. And I like Lamar Jackson. I'm being real. I like Lamar. But I'd be very, no, I'd be like, nah. Pass his prime. I think he's played his best football. That's a lot of money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if Lamar said, yeah, like, give me a three-year deal for 150 mil, I'd be like, sold. I sort of think like the Dodgers do. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not getting on the hook here for like some long-term ass deal here with you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, look, there's a big crowd. Welcome us back, even though we lost. Hey, I'll give you something to cry about, you loser. You can't catch your football. All right, I want to move on. I didn't think it would turn into Lamar Jackson hour, but it is NFL football talk. But look at mobile quarterbacks, guys. Like, just the scrambling, smaller type of dudes. I like them, but they have a short lifespan. And if you guys remember, if you pay attention to the little things that I say, what have I always said about Lamar? I said I would run his ass into the ground. I've said that for years. Oh, he's got to learn to be better pocket. No, he doesn't. I said the same thing about Michael Vick. Like, if I got a guy, these guys, I would win a Super Bowl. I wouldn't care. Point blank. I'm dead serious. I'm just being real. Like, I'd, I, you know what I mean? I'd say, I don't care, man. Like, I don't care if he's here for four years and he breaks his leg. We won a Super Bowl. <laughs> we won a Super Bowl. We'll get a new dude after. We got insurance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's, why if you, you, that's who they are. You, so, if you don't use them properly, then 
you don't win after. You know what I mean? You've got to just unleash them, man. Like, the closest it came was with Colin Kaepernick. They got it. Harbaugh got it. He was like, no, man, I'm just going to let this kid run wild, man. Right? And, you know, they nearly pulled it off and won the Super Bowl. And what happened? As soon as people figured out that little RPO thing that no one had before, remember, like, they were good at it, San Francisco. Right? It was like, man, Kaepernick rolls out and he dumps it off or he runs with it. They nearly won the Super Bowl with it. But after about two years, people figured it out. Like, the little option that he did, and he do the pitch and stuff, they were like, just hit him no matter what. They were like, just smoke him. And it worked. And then, like, Harbaugh had no answer for it after. <laughs> like, 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 the other teams realized the little Kaepernick deal. They were like, you know what? All you got to do with Kaepernick is just smoke him every time. And so, you know, if he gets rid of the ball, fine, hit him. If he doesn't get rid of the ball, hit him. Right? So... I like Lamar. I'm not trying to throw him under the bus, and I'm not throwing him under the bus. He'll get paid somewhere. I don't think it's going to be Baltimore. I expect Lamar Jackson to be on another team next year. I think Carolina's a good fit for both of them, Atlanta, Carolina, that type of stuff, but I think Carolina's a good fit. But, I don't know, you look at Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's hurt all the time. Justin Fields. Justin Fields got hurt, right? Unless you're young, you can run around, but it catches up to you. You're going to get hit eventually. Like, you can't dodge it forever. Right, Josh Allen gets hit, but Josh Allen's is really big, right? He's six five, right? There's a difference. Right, this guy's a big, big dude. Lamar's not a big, big dude, right? He's not. He's pretty thin and stuff, right? He's fast as hell, but he's pretty thin. And now he's got, you know, and you're talking about a guy that's got, you know, he's got a, you know, third grade Spain. Like, put it this way, he's not doing himself any favors because he's tweeting out how bad his knee is. So he's like, I have a grade three sprain and blah blah. It's like, well, if I'm another team, I'm also seeing this and going, well, he, he's got a bad knee, and he's a running quarterback. All right, so speaking of which, speaking of negotiations and money and all that, I saw our boy Aaron Bronstetter, who does a great job covering the UFC. Um, we used to work with him. He got, a, he got his start with us, Orville, as he was known on our show. So Aaron Bronstetter, I saw Aaron Bronstetter last night tweet, and he posted a picture of, like, the billboard outside, like, T-Mobile. And it, it said, like, gone versus John Jones for the heavyweight championship. And I was about to tweet to him. I said, what, did Naganu like, did Naganu get on a spaceship and, like, leave the galaxy or something? Well, what's this about? Like, what do you mean heavy? But I didn't say anything because I was in the middle of football. I was like... I saw it like during the Jacksonville game, and I was like, oh, I'll check that out after. So I sort of saw that last night. They put a billboard up, and now so there's breaking news that uh, Francis Naganu, the UFC heavyweight champion, has been released from his contract. They couldn't come to terms on a contract, and the UFC is basically whatever. He's a free agent. Naganu didn't want to sign a long-term extension with them. Now, we could, you know, we could give you Dana White's uh, side of the story in which, of course, he had to take various pot shots at Naganu on the way out, implying that Naganu was scared to fight John Jones, which is absolutely comical. I don't think Naganu's scared, like, of, like, seriously anything. <laughs> like, is Naganu a perfect fighter? No. Was Naganu scared of John Jones? No. Right, I just don't. I think Naganu felt as if though he was getting screwed over, and that he wasn't going to sign some like you know six fight deal that they always want people to sign. And let's be real, Naganu wants to box, and he's going to get a taker. I like to see him fight. Uh, he should fight Jake Paul. <laughs> is Jake Paul calling him out, Matthias? <laughs> he isn't, is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, come on, Paul. If you're really tough, step it up, bro. Step it up. No, but he did, he did want to sign him to a two-fight deal somehow, some way to fight under, you know, their promotions and whatnot. Yeah, kind of funny they'll thing. find someone to fight him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They'll find someone to fight him. And that, that's exactly it. Ganu, Gabe. You know, I feel for him because he thinks he can go to another promotion and fight lesser names and make more money than what he's making right now. And that's the truth. He can. He'll, he'll be healthy. No, you, you sound like you're, pa- you're, you're parroting no, no, Dana I, White's I comments word for word. Away too. I would have I walked away, too, though. Like, at the same time. He, he's, he's not right. signing he's in Bellator, bro. 
No. He's not signing in some mixed martial arts. He's going to go fight like Tyson Fury. Like, he's going to fight like Chisora. Like, he's going to make... Like, he he saw the Conor McGregor stuff. He's a big-ass dude. He's got the Guinness Book of World Records for the strongest punch. See, I can't believe you're just repeating Dana White so he wants to fight lesser opponents. No, he doesn't. Do no, you have seen him? He wants to fight lesser opponents. I just understand that he wants to make more money, and I think he deserves to make more money. I think they should pay him a lot more than what they're paying him, and he doesn't like the number, and he said, forget it. Like you said, I could go fight Tyson Fury and make a load of money. And he's right, man. Who, like, who, he's going to fight Curtis Blades? Who cares? I'm not going to tune in to watch that fight. You know, like, yeah, you know what? fight Tyson Fury. He would get like two point five million dollars or something, two if he was lucky, whatever it was. They owe you the highest paid. Enough. Like when they said they were going to make him the highest paid heavyweight, it's like, yeah, so what? Like <laughs> that doesn't really that doesn't really say much, right? And listen, he's a big enough name. That's the whole thing. People need to realize that he's a massive name in Europe, guys. Francis Naganu. right? So it's not just about like oh the UFC in America. Like so, if you read Dana White. Yeah, Dana White basically just said what Matthias just kind of repeated. <laughs> like that he wants to fight lesser opponents. Um what so this is this is Dana White. We offered Francis a deal that would have made him the highest paid heavyweight in the history of the company. More than Brock Lesnar, more than anybody. He turned a deal down. We get to this point, and I've told you guys this before. If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. That, that's not true at all. I think Francis is in a place right now where he doesn't want to take a lot of risks. <laughs> he feels he's in a good position where he can fight lesser opponents and make more money. So we're going to let him do that. We're going to release him from his contract. Uh, we're going to give up our rights to match. He can go and do whatever he wants. Um, I think that you're looking at that you're going to fight. Um, he said what he passed up. You're looking at you're going to fight arguably the greatest fighter of all time in John Jones. You'd be the highest paid heavyweight ever in UFC history. Or you think there's more money out there to fight someone who isn't the greatest of all time, someone who is a lesser opponent. You'll have to ask Francis that question. But in my opinion, that's what it is. The guy was weighing over 300 pounds. He just had knee surgery. Hasn't had a real training camp. I think that has a lot to do with Francis. He doesn't know what's going to happen with his knees. not getting any younger. I don't think he wouldn't have been ready for the fight in March. We can't continue to hold up the vision and not come to an agreement for this guy. We did everything we could to try to make the fight happen, but he's got in his head there's bigger opportunities outside the UFC with lesser opponents. They keep talking, he keeps saying this, like the UFC has like the ultimate best fighters in the world, but Naganu's going into a bigger spear, bro. Naganu versus, and Tyson Fury will do this. Fury likes stuff like this. Fury will do it, and Fury knows he'll win, right? So, and Fury also knows they'll make a ton of money. <laughs> so, like, a ton of money. Like, say, like, Naganu can get one fight. Like, literally, he can fight Tyson Fury once, or Joshua once, or one of these dudes once, and make, like, $20, $25 million, or sign a UFC deal for what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he'll make that much money. Conor McGregor walked away with, like, 40 mil. So, you know, I don't think it's going to be as do as good as Conor and, uh, and Mayweather. But it'll do good. Or, like Matias just said, the Paul brothers, Paul will just pay him to be on a card. Paul, dude, Paul's got money, right? The guy's paying people a million dollars to get a freaking tattoo. Right, so he'll he'll shell out. He'll I'll oh, give you ten million for one night. Like you know what I'm saying? All right, sold, sold. <laughs> but Naganu, like I said, Naganu was a big name in Europe. So like it would be massive in England, like football stadium. You get a good card and stuff. You get him versus Fury or Joshua. Is he a boxer? No, but he's a big dude. He's he has the Guinness Book of World Records for the world's strongest punch. It's a good like smack talk, like leading into the fight for the other guy. This guy has the Guinness it's bull. You know what I mean? People will watch. I'll watch. I'll watch. It's a good business decision on his behalf. And and whatever. If you're if you're the UFC, whatever. You know what I mean? Was he the massive draw? No. I think like um, I think I saw. I think I see here. I cannot. I can't confirm this, but I guess Nugan, who averages like six hundred and fifty thousand pay per views, which isn't, um, which is pretty good. You know what I mean? 
but it's not like it's not the star the star guys are like a million you know what i mean a little more than a million whatever um the bad ones are you know a couple hundred thousand so he's sort of upper tier but it's his name like i said the europe the european market is where he's going to make money guys or the asian market Seriously, bro. Like, they'll show the dude, he'll fight like an elephant or something in Japan for like $22 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll, I'm, t- no, I'm telling you, but this, like, he's going to fight like a battle royal against a, like four sumo wrestlers or something. <laughs> like, he gets to punch them, they get to slam them. There'll be some weird rules, and they're going to give them like 18 trillion yen. <laughs> like, they're going to say, listen, we're going to give you 8 million US dollars to show up, and you got to fight this sumo wrestler. He's going to be like, sure, whatever, fine. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, like, he's going to get offers, bro. Who the hell knows? Maybe Tony Khan or the wrestling company might do something stupid. You know what I mean? Who knows? Well, you know, like, Vin- awesome, Vince McMahon dude. is back. Like, Vince McMahon might say, this guy's a beast, man. I'm going to give this guy $8 million to fake fight. And he's going to go, this is awesome. Right? Like, you know what I mean? And take the Brock Lesnar route. Who knows, Matthias? Like, if you're Naganu, his phone will ring, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to make money, this guy. He is, Gabe. And like you said, man, you know, maybe he goes somewhere else, makes some money, makes good money. And what do you know? Maybe he will see him back in the UFC in four years again, fighting a big name. And he just comes back to the UFC to fight that big name in the UFC. You know, that no. big, bad No, why would he want to do that? New young guy. Because money. Maybe they want to pay him like they paid Brock. The UFC don't pay money, Matthias. Like, the UFC is just like, it's like, a, it's not like a... He's leaving the UFC, Matitis. Why why would he come back in four years? He's 36. (laughs) He's going to never have to fight again, Matias, after this. He's going to fight one or two more times and retire with, like, $50 million. This is Portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Late night anger match by class. Gonna be Francis Nagano with Bro- Brock Lesnar, Matthias. WrestleMania. I'm calling it. <laughs> they already tried that with Kane Velasquez. How badass would that be, though? Look, the dude. Well, you know, it sounds, you know, it sounds crazy. I don't know. Who else saw WrestleMania, Matthias? Ronda Rousey. Right? Like, don't think, like, I, I'm dead serious. Like, when I just throw out the wrestling, I guarantee you Tony Khan is thinking about it right now. All elite wrestling. I guarantee you they're on the phone. Like, the, the execs. Like, well, it is Tony Khan. <laughs> so, him, he's on the phone with his old man. Uh, the Jags, good weekend for them. But, um, like, wrestling, like I said, like, you know, would, would I sign up for wrestling? No. 
right? Does he speak well? No, no, there's no. But he's a massive dude. Like I said, he's the current champion, too. He didn't lose. So you're not getting some loser. You know what I mean? He's currently, you could say he's the heavyweight champ, toughest mixed martial arts in the world. Like, you just sell that. Toughest guy in the world right here. Right? You bring him out. He's big. You tell him, listen, dude, all you got to do is pick this guy up, pick him up over your head and throw him. You teach him a couple of moves, right? Would it get a pop? I don't know. You know what I mean? Not really, but Ronda Rousey sucks at this, and they pay her like $5 million a year. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, if you're Nagano, these are the type of opportunities, right? I don't know. Like, Japan will say, okay, we'll give you, you know, $5 million for one night and one appearance. Okay. I'm, I'm getting $2 million for WrestleMania. All I got to do is show up for eight minutes and do a couple, a couple of promos. Fine. Show up to Monday Night Raw the week before? Sure. I'll do it for $2 million. All right? That'll be fun. Right, like he's gonna have options. the The Asian market will definitely come at him. Someone in Japan will come up with something. Um, the bare knuckle guys, which would be scary. The bare knuckle guy already said he's gonna offer him like whatever he wants. Imagine fighting a guy who bare knuckled. <laughs> Where are they gonna find a guy that wants to do that? That's death, Gabe. That's where you sign your death sentence. <laughs> Whoever signs against France, I wouldn't like, sanction that, Matthias. Like whatever state, I'd be like, no, you can't let Naganu punch someone in the face bare knuckle. I'd be like, not in my state. <laughs> That's what I say. We're gonna have our first death. <laughs> like, like I'm dead serious. <laughs> like imagine Naganu, like no, like just bare fisted crushes somebody. Like no, man. Like it, 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 they're nuts. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.